Hello, hello, ho, 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 we are in December. Oh my God, the merriest month of the year, Christmas is in the air, the holidays are descending upon us, oh, what a treat, and what a show we have today, oh my God, today we are, the, the show's very sexually charged, we're going to be, we're going to be talking about sex and sexual things and the way us human beings talk about sex? Are some of you comfortable with talking about sex? Are some of you uncomfortable? Are you even able to say sexual things without blushing? We're going to talk about that. Plus, we're going to phone a few places. We're going to make a few sex-laden prank phone calls here today. We're going to see how uh, people out there in the world react when things start to get sexual, when we make some some naughty sexual prank calls here on the Harland Highway. Also, uh, in keeping with the theme of sex and sexual innuendo, we're going to play a naughty, naughty Christmas carol, first Christmas carol of the season, a naughty yet funny Christmas carol at the uh, end of the show. It's a tradition we uh, have here every year at the Harland Highway. So let's get it going, man. Put your scarf on, put your hat on, ram a toboggan down your face. This is the Harland Highway. What is this, some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. <laughs> What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Hello? Hello? Thank you for calling Fascination. How can I assist you this morning? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. What can I do for you today? Great. Um, do you have tea bags down there? Um, do you sell tea bags? I'm going to be honest. I'm not like actual tea bags. No. If there's another that that's something supposed to mean something else, is there any way you can describe them to me? Well, my wife said she's tired of, and I'm embarrassed saying this. She's tired of the boredom in our bedroom, and she's she stormed out of the room last night and said, "I want to, pardon my language, goddamn tea bag." And I just I'm at the end of my rope. What the hell is it? What do I do? And I thought, if anyone knows, it's you guys. I haven't heard anything, or I, we don't have any toys called tea bags. Um, the only tea bagging I know of is when you pretty much put your balls in her face. <laughs> what? What was that? You put your balls in her face. That's what tea bagging in the sexual term is. Okay, so I, whoa, so I, I hang my testicles right on her face. I mean, that's what tea bagging is is meant in, in the sexual term. I'm not 100% sure that's what she meant. I obviously wouldn't throw that at her without asking permission first or without kind of inquiring what she means. Okay, because like I said, we had a fight about... So do they go on her eyes or what part of the face do I... 
Honestly, I would I would look up teabagging on YouTube. I would go on Urban Dictionary and I'd look up teabagging. I would look up it all on your own. Wow. Are there different flavors like with real tea bags? Like is there cinnamon tea bags? Is there cranberry, like this type of thing? Like Well, I mean I guess you could put flavored lubricant on your balls in order to do that. But oh, so do you have that? I have flavored lubricant here at my store, yes. Oh, what flavors? Uh, a rainbow flavors. I have probably over twenty different flavors. Is there is there a mint chocolate chip? I know she likes that when we go to Baskin Robbins. Um, or a hazelnut a, hazelnut cream or. I, I I've got so many flavors I can't even remember to be honest with you. Key is there a key lime pie? Uh, nut bag sauce? Is it sauce or is it dip? Um, it would be a lubricant, so it's a liquid that you'd put on. Right on, on my balls? Yes. yes. And I have a customer waiting right now, so if there's anything else that I can assist you with before I help this gentleman? Uh, no, listen, you've, this has been illuminating. And what, can I come down now and look through the flavors? Yeah, most definitely. They're up on my second floor. Okay, thank you so much. I think this might help. Thank you. All right. Yep. Bye. Bye. -bye. Oh my gosh, good old tea bagging. Isn't it funny? As you go through life, you meet people that are just so casual with with sexuality. You know, like there's some people that can just talk about sex and say sexual things, and they might as well be talking about the weather. You know. You ever just talk to someone and like, oh God, I masturbated three times yesterday and I'm, I'm so exhausted, but it sure felt good. And you're like, wait, what? You did what? But they, to them, it's just a throwaway. It's like, oh my God, it was cloudy and rainy yesterday. You know, to them, that's how it's out. Oh my God, I masturbated three times. Like you ever meet people like that? They're just so open and so free with the with their the, the, their talk about sex. The only teabagging I know of is when you pretty much put your balls in her face. <laughs> what what was that? You put your balls in her face. Right. It's just some people are just so comfortable saying stuff like that. Now I grew up in a household where we got scorned if we said the word "shut up." If you said "shut up," you were you were in trouble. So forget about saying... Um, you put your balls in her face. I mean, we'd be exiled to the root cellar if we said it something like that. We'd probably be burned on the front lawn as witches, me and my sisters. So I always find it intriguing, maybe sometimes repulsive, sometimes shocking, and sometimes I'm in admiration. Sometimes I envy people that are just so freewheeling and, you know able to talk about stuff like that. Uh, I'll be honest with me. I, I was very shy with stuff like that. I could never talk about stuff like that. But then I realized as I got older, and I think it's because of kind of the world I live in. I, I'm in Hollywood. I, I've worked with actors and actresses and artists. And, and so, you know, there's a lot of salty language that gets thrown around. There's a lot of people that can be you know, very loose and freewheeling. And so over time, I think I've loosened up on on this kind of stuff. 
I remember when I first started with my stand-up comedy, I would never say a bad word or anything sexual. And then over time, I've kind of loosened the reins a little bit. And, uh, you know, I used to be very shy. I was like a little shy, bashful little schoolboy. You put your balls in her face. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like... Ooh, don't say that. I'd turn red. I'd turn my eyes to the ground. And I got to be honest, too, since we're talking about it, I always find it quite startling when women are so open about talking about sex. You know, I guess I grew up in a world where, you know, I don't know if I ever heard my mother utter a bad word. It was very rare I heard my sisters say anything uh, salty. And, you know, I was kind of raised in a family where uh, women were womanly and, and feminine and, and, you know, they were they were independent and strong, but also, you know, it, it probably wasn't uh, in the right light for a woman to uh, talk about sex or, or be so open and free about it. And so I, I would, whenever, uh, whenever someone would bring it up in high school or college, I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. But there's another side of me where, you know, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of being, I'm kind of, I kind of get like, wow, how, how can they just be so carefree with their, with their dialogue? You put your balls in her face. So cavalier, so brash. But yet, perhaps so liberating, so freeing, so sophisticated, maybe even, kind of, sort of. So I don't know. I, I think at my age, I'm still confused about what the right levels are, what the right pattern is. You know, so sometimes sometimes you, you hear sexual language coming out of, uh, of a person's voice, out of their mouth, and you're like, Oh yeah, that fits perfect. That's that's a uh, Tommy, you know, from uh, down at the uh, oil and lube place, right? And then all of a sudden, you're you know you're somewhere else. You're at a wedding, and the bridesmaid is saying like, "Oh God, I'm all wet," or you know, who knows what they say. And you're like, "Wait, what'd you just say?" And all of a sudden, the the, the most unexpected person starts talking graphically, and you're like completely thrown for a loop. And I don't know if there's a right or wrong, you know, in today's, in today's society, it's not like today where we're all dainty gentlemen and, and beautiful, orderly women, you know, men don't throw their coats down over a puddle for the ladies anymore, and they barely hold the door open for a lady. It's like, you'll, you'll hear men and women, like, spouting the most vile sexual stuff. And I'm just saying, you know, kind of interesting. Put your balls in her face. <laughs> what What was that? You put your balls in her face. Hello? Hello? That's on Meadows Main Street. Hi, how are you? This is David. Good, how are you? Great, I'd like to, um, can I get some food? You want to order food? Yes, please. I'd like, okay. do you have, um, I'd like, uh, I think, what is it? Three, four dirty Sanchez's, please. Sorry, what was that? Uh, four dirty Sanchez's. That's really cheap to try. I could go start four dirty one, sorry. Uh, dirty Sanchez. Um, um, we don't have those. Oh. 
Oh, you don't? We don't have that. I'm surprised most Mexican restaurants have those. Um, do you have a Senor Fuentes? Give me one second. Okay, so what exactly are you trying to get? Oh, sorry. Uh, four dirty Sanchez's, please. We don't have that. I'm not sure what those are either. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. I'll try somewhere else. And it's tough too. It, it's right. It's tough. It's tough with sexual terms because as human beings, we love them. We we love to take like like sexual terms and use them in our daily vocabularies. It's like, oh man, you're such a dick, bro. Oh, don't be such a twat, man. Oh, are you kid, what a dildo, bro. Like. You know, it, it, it's like we, 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 we've adopted a lot of sexual words and made them part of our regular language. And, and we even have terms that people make up, like the Dirty Sanchez and the Shocker and Doggy Style and, you know, stuff that isn't necessarily in the dictionary. But we, we pull it all in, man. We somehow bring... We bring a lot of stuff back to the realm of sex and sexuality. I mean, here's a here's a place that had the nerve, a sporting goods store that had the nerve to call themselves dicks. Dick Sporting Goods, this is Chris. I can help you. Hey, Chris, how are you today? Hey, not bad. You guys carry uh, tennis rackets down there? Um, we do, yeah. Were you looking for any particular one? Or? Just, I need something that's kind of light, light in the hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, we should have uh, a few here for you. Um, yeah, I mean, we've we've got a, a couple couple good options for you. Awesome. Um, and this is my wife's here beside me. She wanted to know if you guys have any dildos down there. Oh, my God. Well, that's my wife. She asked me to ask, so. <laughs> sure don't. Well, she, it's dicks, right? It is. And no dildos? That's right. <sighs> okay, well, she tell. All right, she told me we'll have to try somewhere else. Thanks, though, Mike. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You're going to name your store dicks? I'm not kidding. There's a place I saw down in Florida. There's no word of a lie. You know those those, those malls? where you're driving and you see the mall and it has all the different stores on it. It'll be like Staples and the movie theater and Chick-fil-A and Macy's. They're all on one sign so you know what you're getting once you pull in to the, uh, to the, to the mall, right? Because you're driving by. You can't stare at the mall, so you stare at the sign. And you go, oh, there, there, there. That's what I need. I'm not kidding. There's a sign... In Florida that I drove by a couple of times where it says dicks, you know, dick sporting good. It's just a big word dicks. And then right underneath it, BJ's, which is a chain of like roadhouse style bar restaurants. And they were both there right side by side on the sign. Dicks and BJ's. I mean, you know, who's, who's going to open up a store next? Uh, Hi, welcome to Holy Fox. Hi, welcome to Sexual Intercourse. How may we help you? 
Hi, welcome to Doggy Styles. Can we get you some chicken wings? Hello, welcome to Anal Pounding. How are you today? Table for five? Yes, we put the stools upside down so you can sit on them with you. Okay, come on. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just we're very weird with the sexual lingo. We live in a society where we we love innuendo. And uh, so I had a little fun today, made a few phone calls, and uh, I hope you enjoyed those. Rog, let's, let's move on, brother. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. Okay, speaking of funny, silly sex stuff, I, I got to share this with you because this cracked my ass up, man. This made me laugh the other day. Yeah, you've seen these things. They're called GIFs. They're like, they're like little tiny video clips that you can text to people. Um, you know, they're, they're like little film clips from movies or TV shows or old horror movies or just bizarre video clips. They're, they're pretty creative. They're fun. You're starting to see them a lot more, more and more and more of the GIFs are coming out. I'm not sure even what GIF stands for. I'm, I'm guessing it's graphic something. You know what? Let's look it up because all of us are going to be sitting here going, what the hell does GIF mean? What? Why does it? Why does he have to get stuff like that in our head? I mean, now now I'm gonna be thinking about GIF all day, so I'm gonna look it up. Here we go. We don't want to be you know hanging on that all night. Here it is, GIF. What does GIF mean? It means graphics interchange format. Oh God, that was disappointing. GIF, a lossless format for image files that support both animated and static images. A file in a GIF format. Okay, that that's like uber boring, man. That that was like a huge letdown. I'd rather have uh, you know, balls on my face. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I'm just I I had it and oh god. Um, but anyways, I saw a GIF. It was a little clip, and it uh, it cracked me up. All right, it was. I don't know if you know this or not, but when 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 canines, wolves and dogs and foxes and whatever else is a canine have sexual intercourse, are you blessing? Oh my God, are you blushing? You put your balls in her face. So a lot of time, I don't know if it's all the time, but a lot of time when canines have sex, your dogs. Uh, once they're done, the male penis gets jammed in in the uh, and I hate to use this word the bitches female dog bitch in the bitches the JJ. And I don't know. I guess that's some kind of a a you know biological survival technique wherein I guess if if the uh, if the um, if the male canine is stuck inside the female it probably ensures oh i hate see see here's what i mean right now i'm completely embarrassed to say this but someone else might just be like whatever but i'll power through it it ensures that the male ejaculate uh stays inside the female and any that might be remaining in the penis continues to dribble out. I'm guessing that may, might be part of the function of why 
when canines have sex, the male and the female get locked together. Oh God! See, this is I, I, I was. I'm not wired for this stuff, man. I'm, I'm I'm uneasy. I'm uncomfortable. I said ejaculate. I should end the show right now. Just you know what? It's like an, an alarm goes off. <laughs> <laughs> He said ejaculate. He said ejaculate. Shut down the show. Shut down the show. Oh, God. But anyway, so I saw a gif where it was these two dogs stuck together. It was a mutt. The male dog was a big kind of black mutt the size of a maybe a golden retriever. And the recipient of the mutt's dog wiener was a bulldog, a British bulldog. You know, the ones with the big fat faces and the droopy eyes and the the jowls hanging out. And I guess someone with a cell phone happened upon them after they had had sex, after they had copulated. And so the, uh, the bulldog and the mutt were standing like rear end to rear end. They were locked together. One was facing north and one was facing south. Their, their buttholes were touching. And they were locked, man. They, the, the male could not pull his uh, hooter nanny out of the vajayjay. V- and so this guy, some dumbass, decided to invade their dog sex privacy and started filming these two just standing there, and they're just staring up at the camera looking. You know how animals look sometimes when, when, when they know they're guilty? And they have that look where their ears go down and their eyes kind of look from side to side, and they lower their head, and they look up at you, you know, under, the, under their eyebrow. And it's cute as all hell, but it's also it tugs at your heartstrings because you know they think they're in trouble or they've done something wrong. So here's this guy with his cell phone, two two dogs locked in ecstasy, and they're both kind of given that guilty look. If dogs could talk, they're like, oh, dude, you just caught us fucking, bro. I mean, really? You're going to film us? Like, you know, my my penis is locked in her vajayjay right now. I mean, you're going to really, you're going to film this? Well, I just stand, we're both just standing here like asshole to asshole with my cock stuck in her, you know what? And so this guy with his cell phone started getting closer and closer. And all of a sudden, the, 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 the male dog, the black dog panicked. And they were out on it. This was out on kind of a country road lined with trees. There was no traffic around. It was like pretty empty space. The only thing you could see were the dogs and the, and the road and the black dog panicked and he just took off running like down the road, full speed, like a greyhound whipping around a greyhound track, man. He was just flying and he was so panicked. I guess he forgot that he was, you know, he had his trailer hitch in the British bulldog's trailer holder or whatever it's called. And so this dog hightailed it down the road, full speed dragging this poor British bulldog who lost its footing and literally was just dragging behind with its paws on the ground. It almost looked like, I don't know if anyone's ever seen someone like dragged behind a truck or if someone falls off a horse and they get uh, stuck in the horse rope and they're just being dragged around the on the ground, their arms reaching out in front of their faces, trying to grab at the ground. 
And I'm telling you, man, it cracked me up. This this dog just was flying. And this poor little female British bulldog just being dragged along. And you got to wonder, I mean, you know, British bulldogs are fat and chubby. I mean, that'd be like us tying uh, dudes. That'd be like us tying like a medicine ball around our, you know what, and going for a run, going for a sprint. But this dog just was giving her. It just took off, man. And it's like, it's penis locked. And, of course, you feel kind of sorry for them, but it's just such a funny sight. You know, how often do you see people running while they're, uh, you know, locked together sexually? You don't see that, man. It would be fun to see. I'd love to be sitting at Starbucks one day and just some some dude goes running by with his girlfriend. They're locked. He's just dragging her. She's like, can we at least stop for a Starbucks? Wait, wait. Come on, I'm swollen. Oh, you know. So super funny, man. Um. Yeah, I had to share that with you because it made me laugh. I hope you can visualize it because it was just ridiculous. So there you go. Crazy sex stuff here today, man. Oh, this is so exciting. Then I guess if we're, we're kind of talking about sex on the show, ay ay ay. If you want to, if you want to go and see a kind of graphic show that uh that's uh festive and and kind of ushers in the christmas season uh with a lot of salty language and sexual innuendo and comedy and singing and really fun stuff i'm going to play a song for you that i play every year uh around christmas time to uh, usher in the christmas and i figure why not man this is the first first podcast uh, of December, right? So we might as well, uh, we might as well kick it off, get the Christmas spirit going. I think it fits in with the theme of this show. Uh, my friend Toby Huss, who is an actor, you might remember him from a movie I did uh, called Down Periscope. Toby played the electrician, and uh, he's just a real funny guy. And uh, when he's not acting, when he's not doing movies and television. Uh, every Christmas, Toby uh, does a uh, a character at the Steve Allen Theater in uh, Hollywood, California, called Rudy Carsoni, Triple X Christmas Review, and it's coming up December uh, December ninth and tenth at the Steve Allen Theater in Hollywood, California. It's really worth seeing. I got to tell you, man, it's raunchy. It's blue. Tons of sexual innuendo. Hilarious characters. He has like nine or ten different acts that come out, and they're raunchy and funny. He has an X-rated mime. We've all seen a mime. Well, this is like an X-rated mime that does stuff that makes you want to have a bath after you watch him. You have Santa Claus coming out drunk. You have sexually suggestive songs. It's a whole lot of fun. It's at 8 o'clock at the Steve Allen Theater, the Rudy Carsoni Triple Xmas Review. 
Uh, go online, get your tickets, and uh, I promise you, I've, I've been to this thing many years. It's like a tradition. I won't be able to go this year, but uh, if you're in Hollywood, if you're uh, around Hollywood, California, I r- highly recommend it. It's a really fun night of entertainment, laughter, raunchiness, and like I said, it really gets you in the holiday spirit. So why don't we end the show with one of my favorite Rudy Carsoni songs as sung by Toby Huss. And I play this one every Christmas. It's a tradition. I love playing it. It it makes me really know that Christmas is on its way. It's very sexually suggestive and full of sexual innuendo. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, Rudy Carsoni, Snowballs. Yeah, it was this time of year. About a year ago, I think, around the holiday seasons, and I was at home waiting for the old lady to get back. She'd been gone a couple weeks, you sees. So I had a couple dozen hot toddies or so waiting for her there. Huh. Finally, the door opens up. Rudy! Hey, baby, it's been a while. Take off the dress. She don't. She gives me the stink eye. Where's the tree? What do you mean, what tree? It's Christmas Eve, Cazzoni. Oh... Yeah, I thought it was June. She says, that's it. That's it, Rudy, I'm leaving you. I've had enough. I can't take no more. I found another guy. I'm gone. Hold on, baby. What do you mean, on Christmas Eve? You leave me? You found another guy? Who is this Joe? What's he got that I don't got? Well, he's really cute. Baby, it's me. It's Rudy. He's got a short red suit. I know I ain't no beauty, but if you squint your eyes when the lights are low, you got one swell-looking skinny day go. Kids love him to boot. Was this more than a date? He's got a sack of loot. No, you little ain't great. Well, yesterday you're my lip smacker. Now you're a sugar plum nut cracker. I did not forget Christmas. No, I hung some mistletoe in my pants. Pack her up! Snowballs like mine. There's snowballs like the ones you're leaving behind You're gonna miss my back spackling, crackling hot You log wax nostalgic for my steamy holiday nog He's jolly and bad Yeah, who is this pet? His cheeks are rosy and red Oh, I should have guessed Don't hit your ass on the way out the door You ho-ho snow blowing ho-ho-ho Oh, Merry Christmas, Rudy Blow it out, you dingle Don't go getting snooty Oh, so you bag the Kringle So long, but don't forget, my dear Oh, that so comes but once a year There's snowballs like these I love his big North Pole They jingle, jingle, jangle, jangle down below my knees You're gonna miss roasting my chestnuts Oh yes ma'am Good luck without my pink honey glazing Holiday ham Cause there's snowballs like mine There's snowballs like these twins you're leaving behind There's snowballs Dear Santa Claus, thanks for nothing. P.S. Uh, could you possibly uh, bring me a new bra? Or if not, I don't know, toss a couple of drunk elves in my bed or something. A couple of your little helpers. They help you, they can help me, pal.
it is. There it is. Oh, if you've been listening to the podcast all these years, you know that uh, I play this song every year. I just love it. And uh, like I said, if you can go see Toby's show, it's full of these great songs, great comedians, great actors, great characters. It's just raunchy, dirty. It's kind of like a throwback to the old Rat Pack. It's kind of Vegasy and kind of 60s, 70s, kind of just got a really fun vibe. It's a great night of entertainment, and I don't think it costs very much, but uh, search around for it online. The Steve Allen Theater, uh, the Rudy Carsoni Triple Xmas, and uh, I guarantee you'll have a good time if you're in Hollywood, California. Oh, love it. Anyways, let's get to some other announcements here. I think I don't think we can top the show with any more sexual innuendo than that song. I mean, Honey Glazed Ham is Big North Pole. I mean, geez, it just went on and on. Uh, hey, I will be in Cleveland starting tonight. Yes, Cleveland, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. At Hilarity's Comedy Club, right downtown, unbelievable club, the Pickwick and Frolic, uh, Hilarity's Comedy Club. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It is going to be a blast. Great theater. Going to tear it up. Have a blast. Uh, Get your tickets. You can go to harlowwilliams.com. The website is up and running again. We had a few days where we had some technical glitches and it was taken down. We got her up and running again. All is good, so you can get all the information for the show at harlemwilliams.com. And also, uh, the following week, uh, December 8th through 11th, I will be at Levity Live in Oxnard, California, up there north of Malibu. And a brand-new club out there, gorgeous club. Can't be my first time playing it. Going to be great. Uh, That will be my last stand-up gig of the year, 2016. Goodbye, 2016. Can you believe it? Um, Well, you're at harlowwilliams.com. You can write to me uh, at at, uh, at our our contact link, Uh, or you can call me, 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330 is the phone number if you want to leave a message. you got about two minutes to do it. And then uh, the machine will cut you off. But uh, please call. Please write. Uh, check out our store. You still have time to get your Christmas orders in at harlemwilliams.com. And our merch store, we have hilarious T-shirts, comedy DVDs, movies, artwork, T-shirts, oh, everything. Digital downloads. Oh, it's just everything's there. Um, and don't forget to get your free Harland Highway app. On your cell phone, just go into your app store, boom, hit it, and you're in. While you're in, you can join our premium content for only $20 a year. It gives you all the archived episodes from the very beginning. Uh, That's over 800 episodes of the Harlan Highway. Can you believe it? For $20, and you get all kinds of bonus stand-up comedy material from me, bonus character stuff, bonus podcast stuff. Uh, Will be great. Um, so there you go. Thank you for being here, everybody. Uh, happy holidays as they begin and approach rapidly. I love this time of year. Love having you guys here. Uh, have a good one. And until next time, 
chicken chow mein, baby. Put your balls in her face. <laughs> what, what was that? You put your balls in her face. 